you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're gonna be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch, good night, bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Yeah, Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, little notify bell next to it. Yeah. And then click on all to make sure you're always notified when we go live, when we uh, have new episodes, uh, whatever. Uh, that's how you get, that's how you find out uh-huh. what's going on, what the news is. What the deal is. That's right. Uh, we're also available. If you enjoy watching this podcast, you can also enjoy listening to this podcast. Uh, wherever podcasts can be found, yeah, basically everywhere. Uh, and so, if you're if you're doing that, it's a free and easy way to to support going around. Just leave us a review, a rating, or a comment. If or you like the, the show, just hey, all you got to do just go to where you review show. Just put good. Just put good, or just like little thumbs up the thumbs up emoji. They don't have like a half ass one like Orange Cassidy's. Uh, anyways, so uh, yeah, that's all good stuff. And then uh, 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 we're going to do our NXT TakeOver Portlandia live stream Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, then re- recap the follow. Re- Matt Chat is going to be up Saturday. Okay, yeah. We'll yeah. do that. Matt Chat, sorry. We're still dealing with this bug, whatever it is. And it's, well, also Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. So, There's a lot going on. I man, I got no energy. Yeah. I don't know what this is about this thing. It's that third taco that you didn't get. What a what a tragedy that was at lunchtime. I was so looking forward to that third I one. I hate that. I and hate then when that happens. They got the order wrong, or I said two instead of three. I don't know what the case is. The worst. I look in that bag like there's supposed to be another bag underneath the bag with that magical Because right third now you're taco. only two thirds of the way full, full. No, well, what well, well, the first thing I see when I came in is like, oh, I just spent this money to be hungry again in an hour. Yeah. And that's with one more taco. I thought in my tummy yeah now there's only two instead of three chicken soft tacos in my tummy and i never got the point of feeling full for like an hour i didn't get a sensation of of fullness at all i'm yeah. still hungry you know the worst was a couple weeks ago i came in here uh i think maybe to do a smackdown stream i don't know what it was but i went to del taco uh on the way over here and del taco is near my house but it's not close to here so it's not like i can just run back over there yeah but one of the strengths of del taco is the variety they offer in their menu yeah, man that's why I, the best. I like their little cheese their little 99 cent cheeseburgers i can just get one of those and then a couple of soft chicken tacos right yeah so i think i did that i got like three soft chicken tacos and then uh, a burger right yeah. uh I hadn't, I don't know, I'm not going to make excuses for myself. I'm a fat ass. What do you want? Uh, so I get here and I unpack and I start to eat one of the tacos. I'm like, what is this? One of their strengths from Del Taco, one of their weaknesses rather, is their ground beef. 
it's not terribly good. Yeah. That's why I like the, the chicken. Yeah, I don't ever get ground beef at either Taco Bell or Del Yeah, Taco. the ground beef is not very good. And so I, I was like, what this is ground beef? And then I look in there, I'm like, well, what else did they get wrong? They gave me four regular ground beef tacos. There's no cheeseburger in there. There's no chicken taco. They gave you someone else's order. Yeah. Who the heck orders four ground beef tacos? I don't know. I'm sure the same people who think to themselves, who the heck would order three grilled chicken tacos well, and a cheeseburger? Is, is, is the person who helped me at, at, at Taco Bell said before I, I completed my order, would you like anything else? And I sat there for a good 30 seconds thinking. Oh, man. Do I add Frito burrito to this order or no? Oh. And if I had, I would be just full enough yeah. to get me through the rest of the day so I didn't have to eat anything else until I got home. It's been a while since I've had a Frito burrito. I know. And I'm not feeling well. And I thought, maybe I should treat myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What I didn't, bummer. and now I'm suffering for it. Oh, man. Yeah, Del Taco's fries are flipping great, man. I love those. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about AEW. It was a fun show. I'll be honest with you, man. I thought that it was probably literally the best show they've ever done. It was good. And they're relatively young I can't really, time on TV. I can't really think of one significant misstep in the entirety of the two hours. Like, the main event wasn't great. But then again, it's also two guys wrestling with eye patches on. They're probably not. Well, Mox is probably used to doing that. But well, there's really only one other thing we can compare it to, right? That's yeah, the, the blindfold match. Blindfold match. And then they were both like, you know, really selling the effects of wrestling with one eye, or in Mox's case, no eyes at the very end. It was, you know, like. But even the blindfold match, that gets dumped on a lot. I actually thought that was pretty creatively put together. Yeah, I know. It's actually it gets a it's it gets a, it gets a harder knock than it deserves. Yeah. Um, no, I thought this was fine. I mean, you know, it was what it was. I thought it was kind of funny because maybe you can say that the juxtaposition with how uh, how dead serious and awesome Santana's interview was. Well, oh, that was fantastic. Juxtaposed yeah. with sort of the goofiness of their. Well, even just the, the video afterwards, that Darby Allen thing where he kind of uh, uh, riffs on the Sammy Guevara, which is the Bob Dylan sign thing. Yeah. And at the end of it uh, saying kissing Jericho's uh, butt. Uh, this is like Sammy says, kissing Jericho's butt gives gave me herpes. <laughs> yeah, like he can't take that seriously. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't know, man. I think AEW is really finding a great groove mm-hmm. with sort of the serious and the goofy. Mm-hmm. I really love I I love goofy in pro wrestling, man. I mean, by and large, there wasn't a whole lot of goofy in this episode. Um, there really wasn't. Well, like okay, so I don't know about necessarily goofy, but like. The Britt Baker thing, like the comedy stuff. I thought it yeah. was so well. I thought it was great. She yeah. was so wonderful in it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the 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 eye stuff. Uh, they didn't really do much with the uh, with the page and the drinking stuff, did they? That's no, cool. Has, I'm glad after, they sort of. After the match, he just grabbed a beer and went through the crowd. Yeah, they dial that back for a week or two. They got another huge match coming up next week. Yeah, I guess that Lucha should Brothers. Be, wow. Another L for the Lucha Brothers. That should be that should be big time, though. Yeah, probably. It'd be great, but another yeah. L for the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, but Hangman is like supremely over the. He's like yeah, big over these. You know, days. and I was thinking about that yesterday. We 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 derided AEW, maybe fairly, but maybe not, about their lack of real creative for Page the beginning. But maybe I've mentioned this before, but without that kind of fallow period for him, both in terms of creative and in terms of his win-loss record, I don't know if this would be quite as impactful as it is now. Well, possibly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's possible. I'm say it was intentional. Yeah. I don't know if it was or not. Yeah. Well, people want, I mean, they, the thing about Paige is that he, people want to like. Exactly. They want to like him. They want to have something to really <laughs> dig into with him, and now they do, and it's working wonders. Yeah, I thought last night's episode was really, really good. Um, it kicked off with. SCU getting their rematch against Kenneth Omega. 
and uh, Hangman Adam Page. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, before the match begins, the Dark Order message played. Um, On Tron, yeah. yeah. And Uno's like, hey, some Dark Order people might be closer than you think. And they're prepping for the arrival of the Exalted One. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy. Uh, and they're, and they're going to wait to strike. And Daniels is like, hold on, I'm going to go backstage and check on things. Yeah. I'll be back, SCU, my friends. I'm going to go backstage <laughs> and check on things. Yeah. So we really need a power rank. You know what? What we should have done, like for, I already made up the thumbnail, but we can do it also. We can do both of them. So in today's Friendo Club TV, uh-huh. available exclusively to patrons of $5 and up and YouTube channel members, we were going to power rank Jeff Cobb dream opponents. Yeah. Uh, however, power ranking who could be the exalted one. Uh, what if, would, it be, hey, would it be great if it was, if the exalted one was just a title bestowed upon uh, a conglomerate of two men? Matt Hardy and Jeff Daniels. How much? Jeff Daniels. <laughs> yeah, why not? Jeff Daniels, throw him in there. He's great. Have he you seen great. the newsroom? He is great. He could be- well, I saw what episode newsroom is kind of too much for me. <laughs> yeah, I, the first one was like way too. I hate that stuff. Um, odd misfire. That was Sorkin, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was just too much. Yeah. Alternate universe Sorkin is no good. Um, Matt Hardy and Christopher Daniels. Jeff Daniels, hey. Be new. Yeah. Hey, be, yeah, he was great in Looper. Yeah, he was. Um, He's great in everything. How about Chris Daniels and Matt Hardy? How, how fun would it be for both those guys to be like over overacting the See, entire thing? I thought they might, they might say, show Christopher Daniels, member of Dark Order. You're like, oh, he's the exalted one. But no, he's just joining on as a creeper. Yeah. And then Matt Hardy. Yeah. What if Chris Daniels just wants to be like a hand? Yeah, he just wants to be he a just soldier. Wants to be a drone, <laughs> exactly. You're like, I don't, I don't want all the responsibility. I don't, I don't want the responsibility to be higher power, exalted one. Give me one of those masks. So if I throw, I'm just tired of walking out of the ring like fake lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. To SCU's theme with that mic stand, it's so weird. I'm just mm. tired of doing it. I just want to be uh, just a, another, another another soldier out here. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's all I want to be. I just want to coast. I want man. the, the uh, anonymity of wearing a mask. He's like Kevin Spacey, uh, an American. Uh, What's beauty, that? beauty, yeah. Where he just wants to be a drive-through worker. <laughs> Enough of all his real estate stuff. I'm yeah. a drive-through worker. Yeah. Jokes on him. Drive-through work is probably horrifying. Yeah, I know. You know, some guy comes up with three tacos. You put two in them, and they blast you on their platform on their podcast. Well, I'm not blasting anybody. I mean, what was the name of that person, Larson? I don't. Where's know your receipt? I'm, Let's I'm find out. Not going to put anybody on blast. Mistakes happen. I'm not blasting anybody. It's entirely possible. That I'm so. Ex- Worn out from being sick that I said two instead of three. I might have heard three up here on my mouth. It might have been two. Oh, no. And she even said, hey, review your order. Make sure it's correct. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Oh, you didn't review it. No, I did, but I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's great. I saw chicken soft tacos iced tea. I was like, yeah, it looks good to me. Yeah. I didn't look at numbers. Yeah. I always do. I'm like, oh, no, he totally says so two. I want three. So out of it right now. <laughs> Give me more food. Anyways, let's talk about this match because it was really good. Uh, SCU kind of work and heal this match. <laughs> So it starts with Kenny and Kazarian, and they shake hands. They're they're all buds. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kenny goes bounce off the ropes, and uh, Scorpio Sky kicks him in the back. And Kenny's all like, "The heck, man! Mm-hmm. Thought we're friends." Mm-mm. And then uh, a little more action. Kenny boots uh, Scorpio Sky off the apron, um, and he goes for a springboard. Then onto Scorpio Sky, Kazarian pulls him off the ropes, and then sends him in the ropes. And then uh, Scorpio Sky boots Kenny in the face. Ooh, yeah. Things getting chippy. And SCU to be like super aggressive throughout. Uh, they go for SCU later. Uh, Page breaks it up. Uh, he and Kenny gets the double team offense in. They go for their finish. Kazarian breaks that up. Uh, everybody else is out of the ring safe for Kenny. He's trying for the Terminator tope. Uh, Scorpio Sky grabs his ankle as he's bouncing off the ropes. 
uh, and then he gets in there, hits the tope on uh, Paige, and then Kenny comes in and lays out SCU with Terminator Tope. Tope, he finally does it. And then uh, Paige and Omega have the advantage uh, until uh, Kenny's going for the you can't escape moonsault. Scorpio Sky gets his knees up. Uh, and then uh, Paige goes up top to do something. And then Kazarian pushes him off. And, and Paige was selling that forever. Yeah. Because SCU just dominate the middle section of this match. They start working over Kenny's lower back. Um, Kaz has him in a, a, some leg scissors. Kenny wants to tag because he's trying to power out. Paige is still on the floor selling that bit where he got pushed off the top. Man, that really laid him out. He must have this, this, the, uh, the spot equivalent of getting this bug that we're dealing with. Yeah, no kidding. It's hard to shake it off. It is. Anyways, uh, Kenny escapes SCU, gets to the corner right as Paige gets up on the apron. Hangman in. He clears the house. Uh, goes for a buckshot lariat. Scorpio Sky avoids it. Kazaria drops him with the clothesline. SCU regain the advantage. Uh, they do the dual uh, slingshot cutters. Those mm-hmm. are amazing. Yeah, was Follows great. it with some double dragon sleepers. And then Kenny pushes Kazarian and Scorpio Sky to break that up. In the end, though, Omega and Paige retain following their finish. I feel like that really hurts. The V-trigger buckshot combo? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's great. It's such a double smack they do when they hit it. Yeah. Man. It looks very effective. And it sounds painful. Yeah, it looks great. Very loud sounds smack. Sounds great, yeah. But uh, so Kenny pins Kazarian after hitting that combo, and then right as the rest hands counting three, Kazarian reaches out and grabs the bottom rope. Yeah, that close to to what to to staving off defeat. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> and then we get a whole bunch of stuff going down because, because of course, next week, week is tag team battle royal. Um, obviously, SCU is probably going to be back into that. Yeah, they are. They said whoever lost this was being that match. So Paige grabs, uh, goes to ringside, grabs someone's beer, and leaves with the crowd. Yeah. Kenny teleports out. He's gone. Uh, Dark Order hit the ring, mm-hmm. uh, surround it. Best friends come in, so Ooh, best yeah. friends in SCU. And then Butcher and the Blade, and then uh, the Hybrid 2 come out. Uh-huh. They're on the floor with all the, with all the Dark Order guys. Yeah. And the Young Bucks come out. They get in the ring with the faces. Huge brawl breaks out. Boom. Young Bucks clear the ring. Uh, and then they lay out everyone a couple of uh, the top rope fun splashes to outside. Except for Scorpio Sky. He's just sort of left standing there. Yeah. And then he does the thing where everybody else is down, so he goes, oh. And then he like goes up against the apron. It was great. Uh, and then, uh, so that kind of dissipates a bit. And then uh, Orange Cassidy, like Dark Order is still upset. Like Stu Grace is trying to get back in the ring. Yeah. Uh, Orange Cassidy is on the ramp. Uh, he has a stare down with, with them. He does the hands and pockets thing. Uh-huh. Uh, young Bucks drop Stu and Uno with some super kicks. And this is all really nice and fun. This so is cool stuff. Orange yeah. Cassidy gets in the ring with the Young Bucks and the best friends. And they do like the sweet shit music thing yeah. with him. That was funny. And then yeah. they all hug. They put, a, they put a little Young Buck thing on his head. And it's great. He's always so great. Like he always knows exactly when to sort of strike his little pose for the camera. Yeah. Orange Cassidy. That's why like one of the reasons why he's so... He's so effective is that he just knows where the camera is and where to be for all that stuff to work so perfectly comedically. His timing is perfect. It is. It really is. Yeah. It's like they put the headband on him. He doesn't rush it, but he doesn't wait too long. He just turns towards the camera. And he does that, and it's like in perfect sync with where the camera is like going to be. Yeah. Um, they do the big hug. It's really good stuff. It yeah. is really good. It was fun. A lot of... And there's, it's, it's little moments like that that I appreciate. They do the picture-in-picture commercial stuff. Yeah. Because it's not essential. Yeah. But it gives you at home a fuller, the, the, the fuller experience. Yeah. You know, as is comparable to what you're going to get in 
a live setting. Yeah. It's actually a pretty decent advertisement for going to the it live is. shows. It is. It's a good selling point for live shows. I thought there was one thing that like I'm sort of I'm still kind of torn on. Um and I'm we'll just get to it when we get to it. Well, I'll, I'll screw it. I'll just talk about it now. When Nyla Rose went backstage, you didn't need to hear the words um with her and the rest of the women's division and Kenny who they're obviously kayfabing as the as the booker of the women's division. Um after she, after Nella was one, and she goes back there, it's picture in picture. Oh, I missed that. Oh, it was great. I must have walked. It was it's picture in picture, and she goes back there, and she's essentially rubbing this in everybody's noses. And I thought the moment, because the picture in picture is usually stuff that's like maybe a little bit more comedic. I thought this could have been a great moment for like it to be yeah, yeah, yeah. The, our full attention. Yeah. But at the same time, the subtext was fine. Yeah. Like you see what's going on. And I don't know. I thought it was a really, really cool moment that was that was relegated to picture in picture that maybe shouldn't have been. Yeah. But it was still pretty cool, and yeah. you didn't need the sound yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it was it was good stuff. You should uh, maybe go back and yeah, just check, check it because it it's a really it's a really great little moment. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Somebody mentioned here in the chat that JR referred to the Young Bucks as the Bucks of Youth. Correct. I noticed that too, which is of course... And Matt Hardy commented on it on Twitter because someone asked him about it. Yeah. He was like, well, JR's helped me a lot. I don't have a problem with him saying that. Are they going too heavy with the Matt Hardy interaction? Is that just a big red herring right there? Is it going to be somebody else? Could be. Christopher Daniels? Maybe it's Lance Archer. Lance Archer? Rumors that he could be going to AEW. Brody Lee? Brian Cage? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that'd be something else with Brian Cage. That big dude. Imagine if all those guys signed with AEW, man. Yeah. Haas division, full New effect. Haas division, exactly. They're going to have to get a mid-card title at that point. Yeah, man. Whatever revolutionary thing Cody's talking about better be darn good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, after that we Haas had... Haas division. Haas division. Uh, we had a Santana interview. This was great. This was really well done. It was well staged. It was him and JR in the middle of the ring. Empty arena. Empty arena prior to the taping or prior to the show. Um, and uh, he talks about um, Jr. asks him, you know, you mentioned uh, taking Moxley to a dark place. What is this dark place you're talking about? And Santana talks about his lowest moment ten years ago, living in a BS basement apartment in the Bronx. He's broke, no job, no prospects. Uh, and then he talks. He calls his dad. Yeah, he calls his dad. At like says, three in the morning, he says. Yeah, and he says and he picked up like he always did. Um, and he's like, you know. I, I see nothing for my future. And his dad said, well, welcome to my world. He goes on to explain that his dad was uh, started to lose his sight at the age of 14. And by the time he was 25, he was completely blind. Um, and, you know, it, it was obvious. The emotion was all just, you know, yeah, coursing yeah, yeah. through him because yeah. he was choking up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, tells, says his dad was taken from him unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that just happened within the last yeah, two months month, or so. Think, yeah. yeah. And so JR asked him, you know, should should Jericho be to blame for all this? And Santana was like, no, we we gave everything to Mox. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's all his fault, and tonight he'll know what it's like to to be in the dark. Yeah, yeah, it was really well done. It was. After that, we had you sort of mentioned this Darby Allen video package. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he talks about he how sound like he has the same thing that we've been dealing with. <laughs> yeah, right. He's been he's been over to I'm telling you, man, trying to wake up from a I took the smallest dose of NyQuil last night, but waking up, I got eight solid hours of sleep. It's the hardest thing, man. I could have it slept is, another three hours this morning. Yeah. And here <laughs> And my wife gives me so much crap because what we do, like our routine is I'll wake up at seven, I'll get Bama her cereal. And then these days, because of the NyQuil, I hop back into bed until I'm like, I got till 7.30, I can get dressed quick uh, to take Bama to school. So I'll just get back in there. And then of course, Lacey, she can't leave well enough alone. She has to start bugging me. She's like, oh, you're going back to sleep? Okay, she comes and starts like hugging me and like pushing me around and bug. She's a bully, man. Mm. I'm like, I'm messed up. Yeah. Let me sleep. Let, let me recover. Uh-uh. So I've been taking the NyQuil things uh, uh, like for a week. I don't know if you're supposed to take them that long. It's cause like, it's, I might keep on because the sleep is really good. It is good. It's deep sleep. But here's the thing. I think I've been taking them so long that uh, one of the benefits of NyQuil is it helps you sleep, helps you get to sleep. Yeah. Well, shave the latter half of that. It helps me sleep. But it doesn't help me get to sleep anymore. Oh, interesting. It's like the last three nights been laying in bed. It's like, I can't sleep. Oh, no, man. I knock out. For like 20 minutes, I'm laying Hardcore. there. 20, 30 minutes. I've been on this stuff for like two weeks now. Yeah. It tastes like, you know, it's weird. Why don't you take the pills? Oh, I don't know. I'm just used to taking the shots. You don't have to taste anything. Really? The pills just don't taste like that? No. Maybe that's why you're having a hard time getting to sleep. Maybe the shots are more effective. No, because before it wasn't a problem. It's just because I, I think I'm getting used to it. Dayquil and Nyquil, like the pro, like the actual on brand Nyquil. And yeah, Nyquil, you have to go with the name taste brand. Tastes like crap. They though. totally do, man. But like Winco brand might be less less effective, but it actually tastes pretty good. No, oh, yeah, it probably is less effective. <laughs> Anyways, Darby Allen's video package. Uh, it was all in black and white. He was talking about getting his uh, throat crushed by a skateboard, and then he challenges Sammy to a match at Revolution. And then uh, uh, says he he got herpes from kissing Jericho's butt. I don't really think that's is that scientifically a thing. I mean, if, if there's an open herpes sore on a, on a butt. And you kiss it, yeah, it's possible. Then, yeah, I think you probably can. Then you yeah. get like an open sore of yourself. Yeah, your but, then, but then, you know, but just, you know, just from being a butt kisser in a metaphorical sense, I don't think it works. I think he might have got that some other way. In any event. Anyway, Sammy Guevara had a Darby match Allen next. has herpes, apparently. <laughs> no, no, it's Sammy. Oh, right. He's saying Sammy, Sammy did. Because he had a little picture of Sammy and Sammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what it was. So, yeah. yeah. Man. Uh, anyways, next, Sammy had a match. Against Dustin. Uh, this was awesome, as one would expect. This is a terrific match. Dustin truly is a natural man. Dude's been wrestling for 30 years. 31 years. So he's been wrestling, wrestling like he's in years. his 20s. Yeah, it's weird. Man, he's doing, having better matches now than he did 20 years ago. I go down there and get that stem cell treatment. I take stem cells from live babies. Oh, oh Dustin, wow. I don't think he does that. That's man. horrible. It is horrible. Anyways, Dustin starts fast. Uh, Sammy slips out of the ring. He's like, all right, I'm not, I don't want to wrestle this guy anymore. He's like 70 years old, and he's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He and Hager make their way towards the ramp. Uh, Dustin meets him over there, drops Sammy with the clothesline, and Dustin gets in Hager's face. He has beef with him because he broke his arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy tries to sneak attack him. Uh, Dustin just clocks him instead. Uh, Sammy gets back in the ring. Dustin follows. Hager grabs his ankle. This allows Sammy a window to take advantage of, of that. He gets the upper hand, sends Dustin out of the ring, hits a suicide dive. Uh, he gets back in the ring and like argues with uh, Aubrey Edwards, the ref. Meanwhile, they don't really show this. I'm just piecing this together. Hager sends Dustin to the timekeeper area. Yeah. You just see Dustin over there. Yeah. And Sammy's in the ring, so piece it together. Hager's responsible. Yeah. So Sammy goes for a springboard move. Dustin catches that, hits a flatliner, starts his comeback, hits some clotheslines, some punches. 
runs into a boot. Sammy charges. You get a patented Dustin Rhodes power slam for a two. Yep. Dustin climbs the ropes. Hager walks up the ring steps, distracts him. Uh, Sammy hits him. Pretty much hits Feast Your Eyes. That's mm-hmm. Dijakovic's finish. Mm-hmm. Gets him a two count. Uh, Sammy goes up top. <laughs> Dustin dumps him off. Falls with a destroyer. And then hits final cut. They call it final reckoning now. It was final cut. Mm-hmm. For yeah. the win. Yeah. So afterwards, Sammy... And Hager walking out. Dustin grabs the mic. Turn goes, around. Says, hey, turn around. Turn Sammy around. does. And Dustin no, not goes, you. I'm talking to Jericho's B. B. And then Hager turns around. He's upset. And he says, hey, uh, are, are you going to get in the ring? Or are you just going to collect the paycheck? Your MMA career is a failure, and you're failing here. And then he challenges to a match of revolution, and he wants him to come into the ring and accept and Hager starts to walk down, and then he turns around and he walks back. And then the other later way. on, it's announced it's going to happen. Yeah, his in-ring debut. That's going to be a killer match. Way yeah, to man. build this guy. I know they're really they've done a great job building up Hager. Yeah, absolutely. Now everybody actually, God, everybody actually wants to see Jack Swagger wrestle. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's some magic right I there. Know, I know. My goodness gracious! If AEW is, is go down in history is doing something right and important, well, right. It's building anticipation for a, a, a Jack Jake, Swagger a match. Jake Hager match. I know. Wow. Uh, after that, right after that, Britt Baker interview. Um, so first, Tony asked Britt to explain uh, why she did what she did to Yuka Sakazaki in terms yeah. of getting that tooth out. And uh, Britt's like, well, that's a stupid question. Yeah. Um, I did that because uh, Yuka had a bad tooth. Yeah, she started explaining the in Great detail, yeah. In, in great About detail, abscess, exactly. yada, yada. Says, uh, I, I was doing my duty as a dentist, as a medical mm-hmm. professional to help her. And I her. did it for free. Yeah. She did it for free. And she says, she probably didn't even have insurance. Yeah. And then she says, hey, Tony, you know what? Everybody give it up for Tony because he's trying so hard and he's killing it right That's now. That's really good. In the most condescending I know. manner. And then she uh, he, she's asked about the next match. Uh, what does she think about it? And that'd be Nyla versus Riho. And she goes, yeah, they're both really good, but they're both number two compared to me. She's saying... I'm seeing a lot of confusion, though, on these chubby Whataburger faces. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was really good. That was such a well-delivered line. She is killing it these days. Yeah, it's man. absolutely crazy to turn around. Yeah. And then she goes on, talks about her degrees, how smart she is, saying a bunch of stuff that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and says it Two hurts. A plans or something like I that? I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. I have no idea what that means. It says it's her division, and what she did last week was a statement... And then they're in Austin, so mm-hmm. she throws up the hook of horns. Yeah. And then she brings it down. Yeah. Turns it upside down. Yeah. But I don't know, is that an insult? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. Dustin earlier did the hook of horns. Yeah, but he did it up. He did it up. And she did it up like, oh, I can't do that. It's like this. I'm sure somebody in chat will let us know. And then like know. that, I guess it's bad. This is probably bad. I mean, the only reason I know is because she did it and then people booed. Yeah. So apparently and they booed a JR when he came out, too. Because he's a, he's a boomer sooner, man. He's a sooner. That's Red yeah. River rivalry right there. Exactly. So maybe this is something the Sooners do to maybe. get under the maybe. get under the skin. Maybe. Let's see if anybody in chat has something here. Not yet. Horns down, guns up. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Is that a boomer sooner thing? Is that a boomer sooner <laughs> thing? Yeah, El Chile Rieno. I should know how to say that because it's Lacey's favorite Mexican dish. It says, uh, was there last night? Couldn't hear her promo at all after the Whataburger line. That crowd, oh, that crowd so was much great heat. last night. And they were night. chanting Whataburger. Yeah, that crowd was really something else. Apparently they got some sort of spicy ketchup at Whataburger. I know this because A.J. Kirsch went there. 
and mm. tweeted all about the experience. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make our way to Texas. I guess Whataburger is going to be in the docket. That's going to be the thing. They mm-hmm. don't have they, they, Whataburgers? No Whataburgers here. No. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. I like spicy stuff and I don't like ketchup. So put the two together. I should probably really enjoy it. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot. All right. Next maybe, up. Maybe there'll be a, a star cast in Texas. Somewhere. Well, it looks like there's not going to be any more star cast, period. We should tweet at them. Hey, any more StarCast, period? All right, I'll do it right now. All right, fair enough. Uh, next, Nyla Rose versus Riho for the AEW Women's Championship. This match was phenomenal. It was really good. <clears throat> uh, maybe it's a situation where the I hope it's a situation where the women's division, AEW, is like, hey, let's get back to basics and focus on putting on really good matches. And it doesn't have to be complicated stories. Tell uh, well-motivated stories. Put on really good matches. And people will get into it. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a little bit more than that. I think that you need a strong force of personality driving oh, the division. You definitely do. But and I think we have that now. On a week-by-week week basis, I think if you just if you have personalities, you tell stories that people can relate to in in an easy-to-understand manner that is motivated. Like, everything's motivated. And you the, understand the motivation. A, the match is good. People think, will be into it. I think t- two of the things have been... The two main issues has been that well, okay, I'll say three main issues have been this. Number one, they haven't really devoted enough time to the women's division. You've had like one match a week. Uh, I think that's been kind of an issue. You need at least you need one match, but then at least another segment dealing with something else in the yeah, women's yeah, division. Yeah. I think number two, the force of personality. I think Riho hasn't really been present, and she doesn't have. She's terrific in the ring. The crowd loves her. But she's not really somebody who's a force of personality driving the division. And I think you need that. Yeah. Um, and then I had a third one, and it was logical. You need to know what the pecking order is. And there were multiple weeks that they were going when it was this person's number one contender, then these two other people have a match that's also a number one contender match, and then this person gets into the involved in this, and there was no, it was like, who is supposed well, so to I mean, be the number one they contender just, here? They seem like they're, they're going to hopefully simplify things. It couldn't get any worse, yeah. so hopefully that means it's going to get better. And last night I thought was a huge step in yeah, the, in the really right good. direction. Really you had good. this terrific Britt Baker <clears> thing. <throat> You had Nyla Rose winning, and then you had the picture-in-picture, picture, which was a little great, wonderful bit of storytelling with Nyla Rose putting everybody in check saying, good luck getting this from me. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's I think, I think last night, one week, but they, they corrected a couple of their problems. Hopefully it'll, it'll keep yeah. on going. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, and I don't know who's going to take that belt off Nyla. Maybe Statlander? Um, so I have Curious. Any more StarCast events on the horizon? And I tagged StarCast. Why don't we say uh, in the future? Because on the horizon makes it sound like near future. I feel like in the future. In the future. That's more open-ended. Like it could be 20 years from now. And they're like, yeah, maybe in 2040. I shouldn't put B specific here. Uh, Date and and year, please. Date, year, and location, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be pushy. We had fun. We'll put that. Tweet. Sure. All right. Hopefully we'll have a report for you by the end of the show. There you go. Anyway, so uh, bell, before the bell rings, Riho uh, hits a running knee on Nyla Rose. Nyla shakes it off, sends her in the corner. Uh, Riho rolls her up, though, gets two. Uh, Riho is, uh, or Nyla pins Riho. Riho matrix out of it, goes for a drop kick. Nyla brushes it off, goes for a suplex. Uh, Riho escapes, lands some strikes, head scissors, sends Nyla out of the ring. Follows with a top rope fun splash. 
Nyla catches her, though, hits a backbreaker, rams her into the apron, and then gets a table from under the ring. She's sending it up. And while she's doing that, Riho jumps on the table, takes like two steps, jumps off, and drop kicks Nyla into the timekeeper area. Uh, so she has advantage for a while. We go to commercial, picture in picture. Nyla uh, turns the tables. Uh, we come back. Nyla goes for a choke slam. Riho escapes that, hits crucifix bomb, but she's too exhausted or beat up to make the cover. Uh, Riho sends Nyla into the ropes. She goes for a 619. Nyla blocks that. Riho eventually hits a drop kick, though, gets a two. Nyla responds with a Samoa drop that gets her two count. She follows that with one of those Kenta knee drops where mm-hmm. the, her opponent's draped over the ropes. Knee drop. Uh, a Death Valley driver off the second rope. That gets her two count. They trade some strikes. Uh, Nyla goes for a one-winged angel. Mm-hmm, yeah. Kind of yeah. sticking it to, to Kenny. To Kenneth. Uh, Riho escapes that, hits the Snapdragon suplex. Then another one. Goes for double knees in the corner, misses that. Nyla goes for a power bomb. Riho escapes that, hits a drop kick. Northern Light suplex gets a two. So Riho hits a coup de gras. Nyla kicks out at one. She kind of like gets to the opposite corner, collapses. Uh, Riho hits another stomp. Then another one. Uh, covers. Nyla gets her foot on the ropes. And then the finish saw Riho go for some double knees. Nyla hits her with a spear, followed with a nasty, nasty powerbomb yeah. to get the win. Yeah. And it was terrific, too. Like, Nyla was obviously, like, the heel the entire time. Yeah. But the crowd cheered just because it was like, man. It was a really good match. It was a really terrific match. And I feel like this match alone, I always say you can do this in one match. Their chemistry was really, really good. And Nyla Rose really established herself as dominant like kicking out at one on those double stomps yeah that was terrific and also in defeat Riho looked like a million bucks yeah she did yeah she looked you know great. yeah i mean those the the feats of strength that she was able to 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 accomplish mm-hmm. i mean that northern light suplex spot yeah crazy yeah it was good stuff crazy yeah. uh after that we have a jericho interview calls moxley trash a bunch <laughs> so here is here's the beginning when she when nyla rose wins and the picture in picture Tony Khan goes for the most awkward hug. I didn't hear what happened. <laughs> That's terrific. And then, so after that, she just sort of, she gives some words to Kenny and he looks like defeated. And then she goes over to the rest of the women's division, sort of checks him a little bit and then walks off. Huh. And Britt Baker's just sort of sitting there giving her side eye a little yeah, bit. Still on my DVR. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, so Jericho calls Mox trash a bunch. Uh, specifically for shoving the key in Santana's eye. But uh, Jericho says, I found myself a bounty hunter uh, to, to, to take out Mox next week should Mox beat Santana. And I was like, oh, that's intriguing. There's some intrigue. He goes, his name's Jeff Cobb. Yeah. That was an interesting way to sort of drop that bomb on us. Yeah. Because it was like, I honestly, okay, I'll be honest, completely honest, I didn't hear it. I was not, I was like half paying attention because I'm yeah. like, Okay, well, he's not really going to say anything new here. He's certainly not going to drop like a massive, you know, and apparently it's not actually a signing, according to Dave Meltzer. He didn't actually sign with yeah, AEW. Yeah, PW, our pro wrestling sheet is saying the same thing as is PW Insider all saying. It's just, right now, it's just for a few appearances. So he's remaining a free agent. Yes. To, I guess, test various I waters. I think he's scheduled. He still has a Ring of Honor match. Yeah, tag team title match. Yeah. Um, he's still, apparently, he's wrestling for New Japan, too. Mm hmm. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, totally. You can just keep on collecting paychecks from a bunch of different yeah, people. Yeah, man. That's great. And then just figure it out down the line. Maybe yeah. somebody will give you an even bigger offer. Exactly. Who knows? But in the meantime, this is a cool spot. So Jericho goes, yeah, 
His name's Jeff Cobb. Yeah, and you hear this audible gasp from the crowd. I know. I, 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 I was like, sitting there what? watching the kitchen table. I was like, really? <coughs> because, you know, we'd heard that he was a free agent. Like, he, he didn't re-sign with Ring of Honor. He just wanted to do his own thing. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it was kind of unexpected. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Did you hear him? Just there say is no it? rumors about this. No, none. Yeah. And so after that, we get a brief little Jeff Cobb vignette. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we'll see more Jeff later. A- anyways, uh, next before the MJF Jungle Boy match, Brandy comes down in commentary. It's a brief little interview uh, about Cody, about the uh, the lashing yeah. bit last week. Yeah, she she played sort of traumatized by that. Yes. fairly well. Yeah, she didn't really talk a whole lot. No, she didn't. I was sort of like curious as to what the deal was with her even being there, besides. Being an object for well, MJF it, to to grab his, his front entire area, yeah. yeah D and B in her direction, yeah, yeah. I think that was that good was probably why she was there. A good portion of it, yeah, a good portion of it. Anyways, this match was fun. Uh, some good back and forth start. Uh, Jungle Boy then sends MJF from the ring. MJF gets back in, offers his hand, 
that Jungle Boy spits on his own hand and slaps MJF's away. Yeah. I thought they were going to make a deal there for a second because that was the old-timey way of doing it. You spit in your hand, you shake it, you shake hands, MJF and you deal wanted to buy a gold claim from Jungle yes. Boy, but no, apparently not. Yes. Any of the ways, Jungle Boy, is, uh, Jungle Boy strings together some offense. Uh, MJF turns the table, sends Jungle Boy into the barricade. We do a shot of Arn awkwardly walking, watching the match backstage. I love, I love that's that's firmly wrestling kayfabe. That's no, universal. No, no. I feel like that, that's a trope that should stay in WWE. Um, and the Jungle, oh, sorry, uh, MJF has the advantage uh, through the commercial break. Starts working over Jungle Boy's back. Come back from commercial, Jungle Boy. He has upper hand now, following a backdrop. Sends MJF out of the ring after a clothesline. It's two suicide dives, then a tope. Sells, still selling his back. Jungle Boy hits a poison run and gets a two. Tries to get MJF up for a power bomb. Back gives out. Yep. MJF hits a super kick, <clears throat> Alabama slam. Follows like a crazy submission thing. I thought he was going to hit a, a vertebraker. Mm-hmm. But instead, he had like a, almost like a reverse gory special. Uh, Jungle Boy escapes, rolls up. MJF gets a two. Jungle Boy goes up top. MJF hits the ropes. Uh, Jungle Boy falls uh, front area first on the top rope. I believe that's when MJF grabbed his front area in Brandy's direction. Yeah. Uh, he he goes, talked about being with the real man. Yeah. MJF goes for a superplex. Jungle Boy fights it off, hits a Liger bomb, gets a two. Uh, Wardlow, I guess he came down with MJF and then disappeared, comes back ringside. Yeah. Uh, MJF is over by the ropes. Uh, uh, Wardlow gives him the ring. He clocks Jungle Boy with ring, tosses the ring out, out of there. Uh, hits a double cross for the win. Then afterwards, Wardlow comes in, puts Jungle Boy in his shoulders, spins a couple times, and just like awesome. helicopters him off. Yeah. That was crazy. Anyways, Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt run down and make the save. Wardlow and MJF run out. So, of course, next week we get Wardlow versus Cody in the cage match. Mm-hmm, yeah. In Atlanta. Should be a good one. Yeah, man. Should be a good one. Next, this was awesome. Pac in the mean streets of Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Training. At the gym, yeah. walking at night, it's all black and white, high contrast, yeah. gorgeously shot. You've never been the same. Yeah, so good. You've never been the same since I checked you out. Yeah, so he says, Kenny, you're on your way to me- uh, mediocrity. Yeah, you've never been the same since I choked you out. Uh, and he understands, Kenny, I know all your problems are because of me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not a very good friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I know you're scared of me, Kenny. So I'm gonna get this rubber match. Yeah. Uh, be one. I'm be one happy bastard. Get you in a rubber match. Thirty minute Iron Man bout. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be a good one. That's in two weeks, I think. Dos weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. After that, we had our main event: Santana versus Mox, and in uh, an eye for an eye. Yeah. So this is them going after each other's eyes. Yeah, I know. And I wasn't expecting Booth to be involved in this match, and yes, it w- yet it was. So mm-hmm. before it began, Jericho, Jake Hager. Uh, sometime I'm going to write notes, Sammy and Hager next to each other. It's <laughs> pretty funny, yeah. So I think, oh, Sammy Hagar is pointing Hagar's there. there. In the inner circle. Not surprising. I'm sure him and Jericho have crossed paths. Probably. Drank some tequila before. Yeah. Uh, they're in a, up in a luxury box. So Santana comes out first. Mox is doing his entrance to the crowd. And as Mox is trying to cr- crawl over the barricade, Santana attacks him. So they brawl through the crowd, eventually back by the barricade. Mox back drops them over. And then they're brawling around ring, bell in the ring, brawling around ringside, getting the ring finally. Bell rings. Match starts with Mox chopping Santana all over the place, clotheslines him out. Like they're in the ring for like 45 seconds until mm-hmm. Mox knocks him out again. Um, goes up top, hits double axe handle on the floor. And then this spot was weird. So I like 
Zantana's against the ring steps. This this gotta be a depth perception thing. You're only looking out of one eye. Yeah. So Mox is supposed to be charging towards him where Santana moves, but it looks like just Mox just did this three step. <laughs> yeah. Like wasn't even close. It is probably a depth perception thing. It probably is. And then so Santana gets Mox's face and tries to ram his eye into the edge of the corner of the ring steps. Cause like try doing anything with just one eye, man. It sucks. Oh, I know. Like a lot like some I wear contacts. My eyes are getting tired of them. So sometimes I go a whole day without wearing a contact my left eye. Oh, dude. I don't know how. So you trust do me. That. I understand. I know the depth perception issue. Man, he's Mr. No Depth Perception. I just compensate. I get used to it. I'm sure you'd. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Because you uh, can't wear glasses anymore, can you? Well, I could. Well, it's like my eyes are so bad and I see what I assume is normally. Yeah. Uh, with contacts, as in there's no visual distortion. Yeah. At least that there is. I've gotten used to it. But I've put glasses on. It's like I'm looking through a fish. Fish. When was the last time you went to an optometrist to maybe say, "Hey, are there any solutions beyond?" Oh, I've tried that. Like every time I go, and they say you should wear glasses. I'm like, "Well, this happened." Last time you went, a couple years ago. Technology advances. Well, oh, I understand. You never know. Maybe something will be but able like, to help you. I, you know, I'll say, "Hey, this happened." We started GoFundMe for LASIK. Uh, I don't know if I, I have astigmatisms. I don't know if I've heard conflicting things, whether it's possible if you have yeah, astigmatism. Yeah, consult somebody, man. Well, last time I did that, they were like, be changed. The, that particular eye doctor said, oh, you're getting up there in years. You're going to need bifocals. That's not a good idea. Man, you should have freaking dropped that guy with a feast of your eyes. <laughs> but no, it's, 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 appropriately it's, something on the, it's something on the docket to do, yes. You're going to need, how old did he think you were? You're going to need bifocals soon. Well, you had my stuff. I'm what sure you hell? realize in my early 40s. I don't know, man. Maybe his eyes weren't so good. Maybe bifocals. You know, when you're sixty, it depends on your eyes. I guess your eyes can what the heck? change. I don't know. Anyways, so uh, Santana tries to ram Mox's face in the corner of the ring steps. Mox fights that off, uh, and Santana sends Mox. They get back of the ring. Santana sends Mox out. Hits a wrecking ball, drop kick, go to commercial, come back. Uh, uh, sorry, Santana has the advantage throughout. Come back from the break. Mox fights out of the situation. Drops Santana with some clotheslines. Hits backslides. Santana kicks out. Mox transitions right into a Fujiwara armbar. Santana escapes that, but Mox hits a German suplex. Uh, Santana hits his great rolling cutter for a two. Follows out with a pile driver. We still don't see enough pile drivers in AEW. True. Two count. Santana goes up top. Goes for a frog splash. Mox gets his knees up. Uh, Mox and Santana into Ortiz, who at that point had gotten on the apron. Rolls him up, gets two. Santana hits a, a nice looking super kick. Mox drops him with the clothesline. And this actually went over a little bit, the show did. I think it went over by like two minutes last night. Yeah. So Mox goes up top. <coughs> Ortiz is on the apron, spits some stuff in his, in his eyes, and we find out moments later that he had a, 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 a flask. Mm-hmm. It was booze. Spit some booze in his eyes. So you got a. Uh, uh, I mentioned here where no, because uh, oh, I think before this actually, Mox like stuck his thumb in Santana's eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got Santana stumbling around with one good eye, Mox stumbling around with no good eye, mm-hmm. and so it was very much uh, uh, blindfold a blindfold match, match type yeah. situation where they're feeling around, and, and Mox is like swinging wildly, mm-hmm. and then eventually he just kind of hits a paradigm shift for the win. Yeah. Um, Ortiz is in immediately uh, attacking him, digs his thumbs in, in, in Mox's eyes. Hager's in, Sammy's in, Jericho makes his way down uh, to continue the beat down. 
Sammy hits a 630. Oh, Jericho's using the belt mm-hmm. um, on Mox. Jericho hits a Judas effect, and Jericho's like, come on, get out of here. Yeah. Jeff Cobb is there. Yeah, man. He hits the ring, tour of the islands for Mox. It's such a fun move. Oh, yeah, yeah it's it great. Um, so, yeah, Jeff Cobb. Will he be officially part of Inner Circle? I don't know. Because he's his hired mercenary. Yeah. That's his title, I guess. Hired mercenary. He's there for the paycheck. He's there for the paycheck. I'm not sure if that includes a T-shirt along with a paycheck. Uh, but certainly, uh, you know, that's a scary That's a scary man right there. Yeah. I mean, beyond the fact that he seems like a really nice guy. Everybody says he's super nice. Yeah. But, you know, for the purposes of you know, he, he used to live. I know. Here in the region. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I used to wrestle for SPW. I know. Quite a bit. We've seen him live here. Yeah, we locally. saw him against uh, Royce Isaac. He had a match. Yeah, that's right. Man. A few years back. We've seen all sorts of luminaries of the independent scene these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. NWA's own. Yep. Royce Isaac. Let's answer some questions. Nick C says, got my tickets for Double or Nothing this morning. Awesome. Good. Uh, Simon Bronson, I love how annoyingly bad MJF's theme is. Isn't it? I, man, Isn't it I, YouTube stock music? I read somewhere that it was like YouTube stock music. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's cheesy. Uh, let's see here. Hafty, what will it take before the inner circle is on par with the other great factions of history? Will they win all the gold? No. No, they're no, going to. Jericho's going to lose that belt at Revolution. Yeah, I mean, that's actually a good question. Like, if Jericho, if Jericho does take a break after Revolution, if he's going to go on tour or whatever, what will then happen to the inner circle? Will they scatter to the winds? I don't know. I don't know. Or will someone within the ranks already kind of step up? I have some faith that, that it'll continue in some form, or at least they'll have a plan, mm-hmm. and it won't just, like, wither away. I know. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, will Hangman Page be a kayfabe recovering recovering alcoholic in 2020, or could this be a years-long thread with to the Hangman character? Um, I mean, it's getting them over, and as long as they can find creative ways to implement this whole Hangman likes. Do you see the on his lower third for he and Kenny? Yeah. It said uh, days sober, and I think it was like thirteen thousand days for Kenny. Oh, that's and zero funny. for Page. That is funny. That's really good. I like that. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice it live either. I saw it on Twitter. I hope that they don't go too far with like the idea of him being alcoholic. No, but I mean, obviously that aspect of the character where he, you know, he he he's, he takes his business seriously. He wrestles his match. Yeah. As soon as the match is over, he goes to the crowd, grabs a beer, and, and walks with the fans. Yeah. That I mean, if it's just that even, that's endearing. Yeah, I know. I know. You can get it a guy makes him. It's, that. It's, it's, he's very much an everyman in that. Once respect. you start taking lightly the idea of alcoholism, yeah. Then you start getting the problems where it's like, man, I don't really want to take this direction with the character. Because then you end up with like, a, what was it? Was it like, was it Animal? One of the Legion of Doom on the top of the Tron. And he yeah. was like drunk or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then he falls yeah, off. Yeah. Nobody wants to go in that direction with no. Hangman Page. I think you can keep it endearing. Yeah. Stone cold level of drinking. Yeah. Kayfabe anyways. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Cat, Jeff Cobb is all elite. Will this be the best signing of 2020? Well, he hasn't apparently officially signed yet. Well, okay, so that dovetails into Brian Luckman's question. Brian Luckman. Is it the best idea for Cobb to be in such a big story if he had not signed a full deal with AEW? I would imagine that he's there for a number of appearances. They understand what that entails, and they're not going to, you know risk 
something wonky happening there. Yeah. I'm sure everybody has like, you know, their appropriate number of like Jeff Cobb from all, you know, indications is always a professional guy and he's a nice guy. I'm sure that, you know, that they, they have it figured out yeah. properly. It's not like WWE or weird stuff happens. Yeah. Steve Klein, uh, Hey friendos, great AEW show. Do you think Cobb would be the perfect guy to hold AEW's first mid card title? They got a lot of guys who'd be perfect to hold that first. A lot of people title. there, man. I, I still think it's Darby Allen. Dan Boss, do you think Cobb should be fast-tracked to the top or stay towards the mid-card from that belt comes? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. If he's just going to stick around you know, for a few weeks. I think it'd be exclusively used for this story, you yeah. know, unless he were actually to sign a deal and they can start talking about long-term plans for him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't – yeah, I think that he's going to be involved in this story for right now. Wolfpack for life. Why are there so many giant brawls in wrestling today? Because usually they're a lot of fun. Brawls are fun, man. Usually they're a lot of fun. Jesse Starr, how closely do you guys follow the AEW rankings? I tend to ignore them completely because the only ones that seem to make logical sense to me are the tag team rankings. So yeah, like, I don't pay them much. I mind. don't pay them attention. Sometimes, like on, sometimes just to clown around, we'll look at the records. Yeah. If I'm like, why is this guy in a match or whatever? Um, I'll look at records, but I, I have no idea who what the rankings are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Hubbard, who should Nyla Rose feud with first? First I feel one. like ultimately the money feud is going to be her in uh, Statlander. Yeah, I would. Pro- what I would probably do if I was in their situation right now, if I was like a wrestling booger, I would probably like just sort of feel out who she's got good chemistry with. You know, it's like yeah, Statlander. Statlander's great. But I'm saying that's down the line. That's not soon. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She'll probably go on a tear through. You know, some people. Um. Well, I don't know. You, I don't we've know. already seen her. Didn't she put Shanna through a table? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Shanna on TV in forever. No, she was good. Haven't. Yeah. So maybe Shanna's like, hey, you put me through table. I have a problem with you. Uh, I challenge you. Yeah. Put title on the line, too. That could be a good match. I mean, they have a couple of really strong contenders for like top face, like Statlander, obviously. Um, uh, Sheeta. Sheeta. She's great. Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Andrew Jocelyn, do you guys hear that Chase Owens was at the show? I saw that on Twitter. Me too. Because he tweeted out, hey, Kenny, thanks for letting me be here. I know. It was a really fantastic show. What do you think that was about? What kind of weird power play is that from Chase Owens? Well, he's already signed a new deal. There's no power plays. Why wouldn't he see some friends he hasn't seen in a while? Yeah. All right. He said, how would you book him in AEW? Well, he'd be the crown jewel of AEW. He'd be the crown jewel of AEW. Yeah. That's what he'd be. Yeah. Exactly. Take that for however you will. Exactly. Adrian C., when Jericho mentioned Cobb's names, you could actually hear a response from the crowd in the arena. I know. It was like a, an audible gasp. It was like, a, what? Given that, they have to book him stronger than the Butcher and the Blade, Dark Order, uh, right? He has to go over Mox somehow next week, or am I wrong? I don't know if he has to go over. I don't know if anybody's going to be winning that match. That's going to end in like a schmoz. I think you're right. That has to end in a sh- Yeah. That's got to be a wonk finish. It's got to be a wonk finish. Where the whole point of that is not so much for Cobb to win. It's to soften that crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. big time. Stack the stack the deck against him. Because even that, though, there's still another week before the, the go-home. It's got to be. There's two more episodes yeah. of uh, Dynamite before it's gotta, and It has to be like under no pretense is, is Cobb even trying to wrestle a match, you know? It's like, I'm here to do one thing. doesn't matter what the match is. I'm here to just like destroy soften this guy. Soften him up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doc Hensler, Cody can't beat MJF at, M- at Revolution, right? They have to book MJF strong at pay per view to get him over as a top heel. Yeah, MJF totally has to win. MJF that. is totally going to win. In Revolution. the most underhanded way possible. 
he has to win. You know what I hope they do though? Underhanded, yeah. But I want the I want the cheating. I'm not, not cheating. I want I want it to be all psychological. Yeah. You know, like we saw this week with him grabbing his his D and B's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole package, yeah. His his entire soul of his genitals and aiming it at Brandy. It's gotta be something like that where he's just he's able to finally break Cody. Like Cody has been resilient this whole time. The lashes, the cage match, Wardlow, all that stuff. But then MJF finds a way during the match. And here's the thing, Cody's like the best at telling those stories. Mm-hmm. MJF's got to find a way to break Cody with the match somehow. I don't know how. I'm not a, I'm not a you know, I don't know yeah. how to do that stuff. Yeah. Cody's great at it. Though. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. The yeah. show's looking to be stacked. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. It's, it's going to be a great fun. show. Uh, so, that's it for the show. Yes. Um, uh, $5 and up patrons, stay tuned. YouTube channel members. Stay tuned. Keep an eye on your on the community tab. Keep an eye on your Patreon notifications, your yeah. emails, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll be because back shortly. in moments we're gonna go live. Uh, we're gonna power rank uh, Jeff Cobb dream matches. Yeah, yeah. And then what else do we say we're gonna power rank? There's something else. You're asking the wrong dude today, man. Crap. I thought I ordered three tacos today. How many did I get? Two. Uh, and it's then entirely possible that was my my own doing. Maybe in somebody in chat remember what we said we we're gonna power. Rank. I guess we should probably write these things down. Uh, anyways. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.